Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a special pay-per-view edition of Action Figure Wrestling AFW. We've got two big pay-per-views here tonight. We are on the road to Figurecade. And I can't wait to see what's going to happen here because I, this sets up everything going forward. So, this is a big night, gentlemen, followed by the last draft before Figurecade. So, this is an important one, too, because do you need that missing piece for that angle? And then, you know, you guys kind of have the similar taste in uh, talent and stuff. So, mm -hmm. are you going to be able to, you know... Are you going to be able to get the guys that you want? Because sometimes, as of late, you guys have been button heads a little bit on this um, these draft picks. So, be interesting to see what happens. So, I am. See, I, I've got to work on this. I, I don't go to the introductions. I just go straight into it. You know, headstrong like a bull in a china shop. I'm ready to get to the action, man. Let's fast forward to the good scenes. So, as always, I am Commissioner Jerry Cook at Jerry Damage on Twitter. Representing the breakdown band, Dave Dahl, introduce yourself, sir. This is your friend, your hero, your My House Sports Gear sponsored athlete, king of the downvote, Retromania Wrestling Superstar, the foundation of IWA Vintage and Dangerous Adrenaline Wrestling Gladiators, the head of Breakdown, the man that's bringing you the explosion, which is going to have dire ramifications for Figure Cade, Daredevil Dave Dahl. That is the end of it tonight because I'm ready to go. I'm ready to get the show on the roll. He is ready, but first we've got one more introduction representing the Carnage brand. Let's just go. Who cares you about Carnage? Introduce yourself, sir. I am the man that is running the A show here. El Jefe of the Carnage brand, MDK, gang affiliated. As I said last week, and it made me laugh, so I'll say it again Christian AF. I am Dylan Housen, Dylan Gilbert, and uh, I'm ready to dive into the action as well. I'm really excited about this episode. As am I, as am I, ready to see what happens here tonight. Who is going to walk out? Who's going to main event figurecade? Uh, lots going to happen here tonight. There's some big, big ramifications going down so let's go ahead let's get started the action dave doll sir you are up first are you no ready? time limit no time limit thank god no time limit for you tonight because i, <laughs> I would find some way to squeeze this in if we had a time limit would dave, be. Would have three matches. yeah this would be like matt cardona trying to do the uh collision course <laughs> collision collusion match in 30 collision, minutes collision was, yeah uh, he did not take a breath the entire time. He was it was it was impressive to squeeze really that was. entire card. It was cardiac um, cardio freak over there. Yeah, so getting his wind up. Dave, are you ready, sir? Sir, yes, sir. The floor is yours. I'm a 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Breakdown's Pay-Per-View Explosion. Thank you to the Black Eyed Peas and Anita for the song Explosion. Tonight, you're going to see the final match to crown the first X Division champion. The Steel Cage Ultimate X Match. You will also see the Ultimate Survival Steel Cage Match. Where the Heart Foundation, managed by Piper, will take on Kurt Angle, Jungle Boy, and Luchasaurus. With, a, with partners to be named later. To see what happens and if Ellering can get control back. So let's get right into our first matchup. Our first matchup coming to you at, is scheduled for one fall. Did not have my music app set up because of what I was just playing. Megas in the ring. Back. There's a hurricane coming through. The hurricane. Hurricane flies into the arena, lands right in the middle of the ring, and awaits his opponent. And his opponent, Sergeant Slaughter. Slaughter gets in the ring, takes off all his, you know, military garb, goes right after Hurricane. Hurricane jumps over him like he's a superhero flying in the sky. Sergeant Slaughter's getting mad, goes after him again. Hurricane does the same thing. Hurricane starts kind of chuckling at him, telling him, come on. Sergeant Slaughter comes right in, big clothesline by Hurricane. Hurricane starts beating him down. This evil Hurricane is just beating down his former mentor, the man that was trying to make him a tough guy, and now he is one after falling into that casket a while back. Sergeant Slaughter's getting beat up. Hurricane's just enjoying beating him down, and he starts laughing some more. Sergeant Slaughter finally breaks free a little bit, gets a couple shots in, goes to lock in the Cobra Clutch. Hurricane gets out, goes behind, hits him with the eye of the hurricane, and grabs him by the neck as he's laying down, just picks him up with one hand. Big hurt slam covers him for the one, two, three. Here's your winner, the Hurricane. Stand Hurricane's back. music starts. He looks at Slaughter. Kind of actually just kicking dirt on him. And he flies out of the arena as we fade to our sponsors of Breakdown 2K22. Coming to a console near you. And our next match is scheduled for one fall. Making his way to the ring from Seattle, Washington. Darby Allen. Darby makes his way down. Looking confident. Rides his skateboard down the ramp. Gets in the ring. Gets the crowd all fired up. 
and his opponent. One half of the brood. Christian! Christian and Edge make their way up through the fire. Make their way down the ring. Christian gets in the ring. Gets ready for this matchup. Darby goes right after Christian. Getting a bunch of strikes in. Hitting him. Doing his coffin splashes in the corner. Christian falls down. Darby goes for a cover. One, two. Kick out. Christian kicks out. Edge is starting to pace on the outside, getting all pissed off. Finally, we fast forward a little bit. Christian's beating him, Darby down, beating him down. Goes for the um, prettier. Darby gets out, pushes him to the corner. He backs up, hits a hit, big back suplex, climbs to the top, goes for the coffin drop. Edge is distracting the ref, hits it. One, two, the crowd's counting. The ref is distracted by Edge. Darby gets furious, goes over to Edge. Goes to grab him. Goes to punch Edge. Edge ducks. Darby turns around. Kick. Big DDT by Christian. Christian sets him up. Hits him with a spear. Cover. One, two, three. Here is your winner. Christian. Edge gets in the ring. Him and Christian start beating Darby. Just give him brutal punches to the head until Darby starts bleeding. Instead of getting a bloodbath, he gets covered in his own blood as Edge and Christian laugh as they leave the arena. What's my time? <laughs> Two minutes, 15 seconds. Better hurry. <laughs> Your next contest is a six-man tag match. Making their way to the ring first. Adam Cole and the Young Bucks. The Super Click. And their opponents... Making the way to the ring, Finn Balor and the Good Brothers, the OGBC. Man, this just starts off in a big brawl. The ref calls for the bell. He's letting it fly. Everybody's just going after everybody. Finn and Cole is going after it. Young Bucks, Matt pairs off with Carl. Doc is with Nick. They're just beating each other up. Just fighting with each other. Finally, the ring is kind of cleared and see Young Bucks and the Good Brothers in. Young Bucks clear the ring of Doc and they double team in on Carl, hitting the double super kicks, going for a cover. One, two, Carl kicks out. Finn Balor slides in and clears the ring of the Young Bucks, but Adam Cole comes in with a big boot to Finn's head. Then here comes Doc with a big uppercut, sending Cole out of the ring. Doc then grabs Matt, hits him with a big suplex, goes for a cover. One, two. Nick goes to break it up, but Doc moves and he hits his own brother. Carl then hits Nick with a big drop kick, sending Nick out of the ring. Finn Balor back in the ring, hits a big indie kick on Cole as he's trying to get back in the ring. Locks in Matt in for the 16 19. 
the 1916, I always reverse that. It's the 1916. <laughs> Goes up for the coup de grace. Cole pushes him off. He hits the guardrail on the outside. Nick Jackson back in. Springboard drop kick on the dock, sending him out. Now Cole, Nick, and Matt are in the ring. They all have an arm on Carl. They go for the BTE trigger. Carl kind of gets his arms free and duck. They all hit each other's knees. They're all selling. Carl fighting back on all of them. Fighting back on all of them. Cole's kind of positioned near a corner. Here comes Finn Balor with a shotgun drop kick. To Adam Cole as Doc and Carl take out the Young Bucks. Finn climbs up. Goes for the coup de grace. Hits it. One, two, three. Here are your winners. The OG. BC, Finn Balor and the Good Brothers. Finn and the Good Brothers are celebrating. The Young Bucks and Cole are still in the ring. The Bucks are tending to Cole's wounds. The OGBC comes back in with chairs. And they just start laying the steel to the Bucks. And Adam Cole just beating them down, beating them down to a bloody pulp, just, just destroying them as they finally throw up the two suites and leave the arena. As a commercial, another commercial for Breakdown 2K22 plays. We now set up for our next contest. Ladies and gentlemen, our next contest is the No Holds Barred match. Making his way to the ring first. AJ Styles. AJ makes his way to the ring. He's in his, you know, um, Boneyard attire, jeans and street shirt, gloves. He's ready for a fight. And his opponent. Kenny, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega. His music's playing. Ages waiting on him. Just waiting on him. But from behind, Kenny with a bat hits AJ and just starts going after him. AJ trying to get away after that first shot, running around. These guys are just brawling all over the building. They get up onto the stage. AJ hits Kenny with a big suplex on the stage. Goes for a cover. I guess we're doing this no false count anywhere, too. One, two, Kenny kicks out. AJ. Gets off the stage and sets the table up on the bottom part down from the stage. Climbs back up there. Starts beating down Kenny Moore. Throws him into the video wall. Grabs him. Sets him up. Singles for the Styles Clash. AJ's about to give Kenny Omega the Styles Clash through that table. Kenny starts fighting it. Starts fighting it. Back body drop. AJ goes through the table. Kenny Omega looking. Here he goes. 
San Jose is a little crazy. And he jumps off with an elbow drop off the stage. Goes for the cover. One, two. AJ kind of kicks out, but really he just kind of slipped off the debris of the table. Giving his shoulder up. The ref calls no count. No three. Kenny then grabs him by the back of the head, picks him up, throws him into the side of the stage. They brawl to the back. They're fighting and catering. AJ starts going back a little bit when he hits Kenny with the olive tray. Just, just brawl's going over. The cast gets back there still. Kenny gets bounced off of that. Gets hit with another plate of pancakes. Kenny's just now not in control. AJ starts fighting back so much. They start brawling through the crowd to get back into the ring. Kenny comes back with a big knee. Starts beating down AJ again. Gets out of the ring. Grabs his barbed wire broomstick. Hits AJ in the gut. Hits AJ in the back. AJ's down. Kenny goes for a cover. One, two, big kick out by AJ Styles. Kenny Omega goes outside the ring. Grabs two chairs, sets them up. Grabs the broomstick, puts it across them. Grabs a crutch, puts it across it. Grabs another crutch, puts it across it. Makeshift little screwy table. Grabs AJ Styles, puts him in between his legs. Goes for a powerbomb. AJ fights out, slips out the back of the powerbomb. Kick to the gut. To Kenny. Goes for the Styles Clash again. Has him up. Has him up. Kenny starts, gets his arms free. AJ somehow powers him up and powers him, power bombs him through the crutches and the broomstick on the chairs. Covers him. One, two. Kenny with a big kick out. AJ frustrated. AJ slides under the ring. Grabs the barbed wire chair. And he's just teeing up Kenny, telling him to get up. Get up, Kenny. This is over. Get up. He goes to swing it. He misses. Kenny had ducked. AJ drops the chair. Kenny scoops him up from behind. Hits the one-winged angel onto the barbed wire chair. One, two, three. Here's your winner, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega finally getting some retribution for all the torment AJ Styles has caused since he's gotten here. What an incredible matchup, ladies and gentlemen. That one-winged angel is a devastating maneuver that can just not be kicked out of. Congratulations, Kenny Omega, who also now has his home again, by the way, since he stole the keys to his house. Back from AJ on breakdown. Ladies and gentlemen, your following contest is scheduled for one fall. Making his way to the ring first. Dominic Mysterio. Dominic makes his way to the ring looking confident. Getting pumped right for this match. Ladies and gentlemen, making his single match debut. Tommaso Ciampa. 
Tommaso comes out. He has the skull. He has the mask on, the cap, the jacket, just looking like a badass walking out. Gets to the ring, takes all that off. The match starts. Don tries to go right after him. Tommaso Ciampa cuts that right off and starts just laying it in on Don Castillo saying, this is what your father's going to get. I figure, Kate, if he makes it there, I'm just beating him up, beating him up, beating him up, just toying with Dom to the point Rey Mysterio comes running down, trying to plead with Tommaso, stop. Like, he doesn't need this. Stop it. You know, you, you're you proving your point. Just, just finish it already. Tommaso just keeps landing in on him, chops and punches, boots, Picking him up and giving him big suplexes. Ray's on the outside like, oh my god, how do I get this to stop? Finally, Tommaso kicked to the gut, hooks his arms, looks at Ray, and says, this is on you. And hits a devastating version of the fairy tale ending. One, two, three. Here's your winner, Tommaso. Champa. Ray slides in as Maso kind of celebrates and leaves the ring. He's checking on his son, worried. But Ray should be worried for later in the night. He has Eddie Guerrero in a title match. Ladies and gentlemen, your next contest is scheduled for one fall and is for the AFW Breakdown. Tag Team Championship of the World. Making their way to the ring first. The Challengers. Skull, Kevin Nash. The Outsiders. Jerry, your Nash has a DX shirt on. I know. Scott Hall will too, don't worry. <laughs> so will the Hurricanes. And the opponents. The World Tag Team Champions. If I can find their music. Generation X. DX comes out cross shopping, hyper, you know, doing all kinds of antics on their way to the ring. They get to the ring, celebrating the turnbuckles. National Hall jump them, Pearl Harbor attack. Just beating them up, starts going into them. Finally, the ref gets some kind of structure. Scott Hall is taking it to Shawn Michaels in the beginning of the matchup. Sean starts fighting back just a little bit just to be cut off when Razor grabs the head or Scott Hall grabs his head and tags in Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash then starts working over Shawn Michaels himself. Triple H trying to get the crowd to rally to get Shawn Michaels to come make a tag. Shawn Michaels starts breaking free from Kevin Nash a little bit. Come fights back, goes to jump for the big tag. Nash grabs his foot and just yanks him back. Nash delivers a big elbow to the back as he's on the ground. And he's just beating up on Michaels again. Tags in Scott Hall one more time. Scott's like, I ain't playing with these. Let's get our belts. Sets Sean up for the razor's edge. Gets him up. 
Sean squirms, lands, sweet chin music. The gnash on the apron. Scott Hall turns around, goes to grab him. Sean dives under his legs, crawls, big jump, tags in Triple H. Triple H comes in with a big punch, knocks down Scott Hall. Scott Hall feeds back up, eats another one, bam, feeds back up, takes that big high knee. Boom. Triple H fired up. Nash comes running in, eats a spine buster from Triple H. Triple H is still fired up. And then Nash, Scott Hall comes in and just bips him from behind. Cutting him off and starts beating down Triple H. Triple H taking some punishment now. Sean trying to recuperate on the apron. Scott Hall tags in Kevin Nash. Nash starts working over Triple H once again. And this time Nash goes, this over. We're ending this. We're taking our tag titles home. Big kick to the gut. Sets him up for the jackknife. Gets him up in the air. Triple H is up there. He's about to let him go. When Triple H grabs him by his hair, forcing him to land on his feet, and then lays in a big punch to Nash. They're now doing a strike exchange. Strike exchange. Nash hits a big one where Triple H kind of stumbles. Shawn Michaels tags, tags himself in at the hip of Triple H, so Nash doesn't see it. Triple H hits Nash again. Nash another big shot. Another big shot. Finally, Nash hits him with a big boot. And he hits the big boot. He kind of fires up. Sean right there. Another sweet chain music to Kevin Nash. Scott Hall comes running in. Shawn Michaels low bridges him. Sets up in the corner again. He's stopping for it. The crowd's getting behind him. He got it fired up. Locked and loaded. Goes to hit it. Hits Triple H when Sean... Kevin Nash ducks. Kevin Nash then kicked to the gut. Hits a jackknife on Shawn Michaels. Goes for a cover. One, two. But Triple H kind of pushes the ref over to break the count up because that was the closest person to him. Scott Hall back in. Starts fighting with Triple H once again. Close line. They both go out and over. Kevin Nash then locks in another jackknife on Shawn Michaels. Goes to flip him up. As he's flipping it up, Shawn Michaels' boots catch the ref. The ref is down. He hits the jackknife. One, two, three, four, five. The crowd is counting, but the ref is down. Kevin Nash is looking at the ref like, what the hell? And he's waving on for another one. He's waving on for another ref. Triple H is finally disposed of Scott Hall. Put him out over the table or over the barricade. So he's not in there. Triple H grabs Kevin Nash off of Shawn Michaels as the new ref comes in. Hooks him. Hits the pedigree. Cover by Shawn. One, two. Kevin Nash kicks out. Shawn Michaels and Triple H are like, what do we have to do? How do we put him away? Sean drags himself up in the corner. Kevin Ash starts sound up. Triple H is right there. Scott Hall's trying to come back. Grabs Triple H by the hair and pulls him out. Sean goes for the sweet chip music again. Scott grabs it. Throws it down. Sets him up for the razor's edge. Triple H is slid back in. Pulls. 
pulls Shawn Michaels back down off his shoulders. Shawn, that's a sweet chin music on Scott Hall. Knock them down, send them out of the ring, and then kick Pedigree to Kevin Ash, and they both cover Kevin Ash. One, two, three. Here's your winners, and still tag team champions, D Generation X. DX celebrates and they were surprised that there was no interference by DDP on behalf of the Outsiders. But then Nash and Hall are back in. They look at DX. They shake their heads and kind of just walk off as DDP's on the stage. What was that? What was that crap? How dare you guys just screaming at him. They see a table off the stage. They look at each other. Kevin Ash kicks DDP, puts him up. Jackknife off the stage to a table. I guess as quick as DDP has joined the NWO, he has been kicked out as well. Ladies and gentlemen, your next contest is scheduled for one fall. And it's for the Intercontinental Championship. Making his way to the ring first, the challenger from Chicago, Illinois, CM Punk. CM Punk makes it to makes his way out to the stage, hits his it's clobbering timeline, and makes his way down to the ring. And his opponent, the AFW Breakdown Intercontinental Champion, Brian Danielson. Danielson makes his way out to the ring all cocky, taunting the fans, gets in the ring, gives the ref the belt, tells him to ring the bell. Danielson and Punk look each other face to face. Punk screaming at Danielson. Danielson screaming back at Punk. Big slap by Danielson. Punk comes back with an even bigger slap. These two just go right into a hockey fight. Just slugging it out. Slugging it out. Danielson starts throwing some kicks. See how Punk starts throwing some kicks back. This is going to be a fight. And Punk starts getting the better of him. Using some of that UFC stuff that he learned. Hitting them some big punches. Some big uppercuts. Getting... Getting Daniel Bryan down in the corner, beating him, beating him. The ref trying to separate him. The ref gets him apart, but then Punk goes right back into it, beating him up. Finally, Danielson's kind of selling up in the corner. Punk comes in with that big knee, hits the bulldog afterwards, goes for the cover. One, two, Danielson kicks out. Punk looking furious, grabs Danielson by the hair, lifting him up. Danielson breaks free. Big. Forearm shot. Big forearm shot. Another one backs to see a punk in the corner. Starts lighting him up with a chop. Punch, chop, punch, chop, punch, chop, punch. Kobayashi style. Chop, punch, chop, punch. Ah, fires up, comes running in. Hits the big drop kick in the corner. Runs back. Comes in with another one. Hits it. Runs back. Comes in. Hits three. Puts punk down. Covers him. One, two, 
Punk with the kick out. Punk. Punk looking worse for the wear. Danielson goes and tries putting in the little bell lock. See how Punk fights out, but kind of gets him in position to go for the Anaconda Vice. Danielson fights out of that. Punk scoops him up for the go to sleep. Goes to launch him. Danielson pushes away. Lands on his feet. Comes with the big knee. Hits Punk with the big knee. Cover. One. Two. Oh, Punk kicked out at two and nine. 2.95. Punk just barely kicked out. Danielson looking furious. Stomps him. Climbs to the top rope. He's like, yeah, I'm going to end it. Taps his head. Looks like he's going for the flying goat. He goes and jumps. Punk hops up to his feet quickly. Catches Danielson. And a fireman's carry. Hits the GTS. Cover. One, two, three. Here's your winner and new Intercontinental Champion. C.M. Punk. If I could have played his music quicker. CM Punk is the new Intercontinental Champion. He's celebrating with the belt. Looking down at Danielson's like, I told you I'd win. And I'm screaming at him. What an incredible counter to a diving headbutt. They'll catch him in the fireman's carry. They hit that GTS. Punk celebrating his victory and his new title. Ladies and gentlemen, the next contest is your Steel Cage Ultimate X Match. They crown the first ever Breakdown X Division Champion. Breakdown X Division Champion. Your first competitor. Sammy Guevara. Sammy makes his way down to the ring. Gets inside the cage. Looking up at the belt suspended on that X that's formed by two cables going across the top of the cage. And his opponent, or your next contestant, Kushida makes his way to the ring. Basically, that's the same Sammy does. Looking around, looking up at that belt. And his next contestant. Damien Priest. And... The next contestant, due to the fact that Eddie Guerrero has forgone his title opportunity, his replacement in this matchup. Brody Lee makes his way down the ring. Easily the tallest competitor. 
making him have the advantage in this matchup. Plus, no one could prepare for him as they did not know he was entering this match. Brody gets in the ring. Guevara and Kushida both go after Priest and Brody as they're the biggest men. And they're trying to get them chopped down with some quick kicks. Quick kicks. Priest and Brody push them both off and eliminate them basically with two big lines. And they stare each other in the face right underneath the X Division title belt hanging. They start talking to each other and they pour it up. Big punch by Priest. Brody comes back with a big punch for himself, sending Priest back. Priest comes in with a big kick, sending Brody back. Brody turns with a big discus clothesline, taking Priest down. Brody looks up, goes to the turnbuckle, goes to start climbing up. But here comes Kushida, runs up and jumps on his back as he's trying to climb up. Kushida is just on his back, trying to punch him in the back of the head, trying to stop him from climbing up. Sammy Guevara comes running up, scales up over top of him, grabs the cable, and is trying to start maneuvering his way. Brody steps down with Kushida on his back, still pulls Guevara down, grabs Kushida, flips him over his back into Guevara like a cannonball, and they both hit the corner and fall down. Priest comes charging at Brody. Brody sidesteps him, sending him off the ropes, picking him up with a big Farouk-style spine buster himself. Brody looking very impressive, and he reaches his hand up and realizes that the belt is only like two, three feet away from his hand, so he can't grab it. Brody then goes to the opposite corner of everybody else and tries climbing up. Priest grabs onto his leg as he's trying to get onto the middle rope. Here comes Sammy Guevara. He runs and he springboard drop kicks Brody into the cage. Brody hits that cage hard. Kushida comes in, steps off of Priest's back and hits a big shining wizard on Brody taking him down. But also landing in a senton on Priest's back. Guevara and Kushida both go up. They're on the cables. They're going across. They're going across. They're at the middle. They're both kicking each other with their feet. Trying to fight each other off the cables. Trying to fight off. Priest and Brody have both gotten back up. And they're still trying to fight each other. Finally, Priest and Brody grab both Kushida and Guevara and powerbomb him down. Guevara, or Priest, looks at Brody. Straight in the face. Says, Screw it. He kicks Brody in the nuts. Brody drops to his knees and all fours. Priest then runs, jumps off of Brody's back and is able to grab the ropes. But he stuck one hand on each rope at the narrow part of the the X. And he's trying to get there. He swings his legs up and hooks it. Hooks him on the other part. Sammy Guevara is getting back up. He jumps. He gets on the outside of the you know the space in between the cage and the ropes. He springboards in. He catches Priest in a cutter as he's hanging upside down. The cutters him down. Priest and Guevara both out again. 
Kushida now back trying to get it. But Brody doesn't let him. Grabs him, pulls him down. Hits the big discus line taking out. Taking out Kushida. Brody's looking at the three men. And he grabs him. He grabs Priest first. Puts him down in the middle of the ring. Grabs Sammy Guevara. Picks him up. Power bombs him on the Priest. In the center of the ring. Grabs Kushida. Big sidewalk slam onto the pile. Brody then steps onto the pile. And is able to reach that belt. And he undoes the belt and takes it down. Here's your winner. And the first ever Breakdown Next Division Champion, Brody Lee. Brody Lee is celebrating, standing on top of all three men with the title held high. What a sight as we fade to a commercial for the latest Breakdown or AFW Studios movie. And we come back and the carnage has been cleaned up. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for your World Heavyweight Championship match. Introducing first, the challenger, Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero makes his way back you know, down to the ring. Playing it up with the crowd, talking to the smack. And his opponent, the AFW Breakdown World Heavyweight Champion, Ray Mysterio. Ray Mysterio comes out to the ring. Him and Eddie just go right at it. Like brothers fighting in the schoolyard. Just beating each other up. Going right at it. Bunch of different lucha spots that you know you would normally see in an Eddie versus Ray match. Just going all kinds of crazy. Going off on each other. Eddie has the advantage for most of the match. Finally, Ray goes for the 6-1-9. But Eddie catches him. Pulls him back into the ring. Onto the shoulder. Rams him in the corner. Scoops him up. Hits the three amigos. Eddie goes to the top rope, playing with the crowd, bantering with the crowd. Goes thinking he's going to hit the frog splash. He goes for it. Hey, hey, Ray Mysterio moved out of the way. The ref checking on Eddie, make sure his ribs are okay. Eddie starts selling up. Ray comes in, goes for the wheelbarrow, bulldog. But as he comes up, he hits the ref. The ref is down. Eddie puts Ray back on the ground, clubs on the back. Ray is now in the 619 position. Eddie sees the ref down. He slides out of the ring. He goes to get a chair. When Ray is vulnerable with his neck, he's exposed on that rope. Eddie has it up. Dominic Mysterio comes running down, slides in the ring, stops Eddie from using the chair. He's begging him off, begging him off, pushing him back to the ropes, begging him off. Eddie starts lowering the chair. Shaking his head, okay, okay. Dominic Mysterio runs, hits a 619 on his father. Eddie goes up, 
hits the frog splash. One, two, three. Here's your winner and new world heavyweight champion, Eddie Galero. What did we just witness, ladies and gentlemen? Dominic Mysterio just turned on his father. Why? All kinds of emotions and questions are going through everybody right now. Why would Dom side with his uncle, his the guy that tried being his father? What is going on? Eddie and Dom leave the arena. Jerry, you have something to say? You un- you unmute it. Oh, I thought you were wrapping up. Oh no, you no, still got saw, the main event. You still got the main. I event. still got the main event, brother. That's right. I was actually just going to say, Dominic's just going home with his, his real daddy. <laughs> so I mean, we joke about that quite a bit. But Mari's over. I'm, I'm pretty. You know, it's always uh, touching to see a family reunion. So that's all. Mm-hmm. I'm happy. <laughs> Eddie Guerrero, you are the father. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for your main event. The Ultimate Survival Steel Cage Match. Making our way to the ring first. The Hart Foundation. Bret Hart, Brian Pillman, British Bulldog, David Hart Smith, Tyson Kidd, along with their tail man, Roddy Piper, make their way to the ring. The five members of the Heart Foundation get into the cage. And they're checking it out. They're ready to go. And their opponents making their way to the ring. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, the Jurassic Express. And their partner. From Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, breakdowns only Olympic gold medalist, Kurt Angle. Three men get in the cage. The other five looking at him like, who's your partners? Who did you get? Nobody's going to be your partners. Ellerin comes down on the stage with a microphone. He goes, ladies and gentlemen, it took us a while, but we found the top team to be their partners. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome FTR. Dax and Cash make their way down to the ring, joining with Kurt Angle, Luchasaurus, and Jurassic Express. And the match starts. It's just a giant brawl, giant slugfest, people getting thrown into the cage. People, it's just going crazy. FTR hitting the shatter machine or the big rig, whichever way you want to call it, on Tyson Kidd, pretty much taking him out of the match. Piper is on the outside, just like, oh, Christ, what is going to happen? His, his general manager position is on the line here. But 
Kurt Angle climbs to the top of the cage. Everybody's brawling in the middle. Kurt jumps off with the big high spot moonsault, taking everybody out. This thing is getting a little nuts already. FTR, they get out of the cage. You can leave the cage because the only way to lose or win is by having the other team's towel being thrown in. They get out of the cage. They get some fuckery, and they're thrown in chairs, and they're thrown in crutches. They're thrown in kendo sticks. They slide in a couple tables, and it just goes all to hell. They set a table up. They whip Tyson Kidd off. They go for the big rig through the table, but the table gets moved by David Hart Smith. Then... David Hartsmith throws Harwood into the cell or the cage, pulls the table over, picks up cash. Tyson Kidd comes running, jumps up and over the cage. They hit a heart attack or the table, hit a heart attack through the table. Ellering kind of looks like he's going to throw in the towel as their team is now starting to take the beat down. But then Kurt sees the duffel bag that FTR is thrown in, and he grabs it. It's handcuffs. He handcuffs Bret Hart to the bottom rope. They handcuff British Bulldog to the bottom rope. They handcuff David Hart Smith to the bottom rope. And they get Brian Pillman handcuffed behind his back into the corner over the top rope. So he's handcuffed in the corner. That leaving Tyson Kidd free. FTR, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, and Kurt Angle all surround Tyson Kidd. Pillman screaming, trying to kick. Kurt has a chair. Luchasaurus has a crutch. Jungle Boy has the kendo stick. And FTR both have bats. And they're pointing them all these weapons at Tyson Kidd. Pillman screaming at him. Brett's screaming. British Bulldog. They're all screaming like, no, 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 don't do this. Piper throwing the damn towel. Piper throwing the damn towel. Kurt hits Brett with the chair. Jungle Boy hits British Bulldog with the kendo stick. A bat goes across David Hartsmith's back. The crutch gets broken over Pillman's head. And that just leaves Tyson Kidd with all these weapons. And Tyson's on his knees begging him. Begging him, no, no. Kurt says, okay, guys, put him down. Put him down. All the weapons are down. Jungle Boy is looking at Kurt like, what the hell are you doing, dude? Goes, this is more fun. And he grabs Tyson's ankle and puts him in the submission as everybody else starts beating down the handcuffed members of the Heart Foundation. Tom Piper, throw in the towel or I break it. Throw it or I break it. Piper kind of climbs up on the steps at the doorway. Throws in the towel reluctantly. And here is your winner. Or your winners. Team Angle reverting general manager position back to Paul Ellering. They're celebrating. 
matchup was crazy. Ellering's holding FTR's arms up as they are probably his new team that he will be managing. And Ellering gets the mic though. Says, oh, cut, 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 cut it. Cut it, cut it, cut it. Piper, I just want you to know one thing. That I'm not going to make your life a living hell. But as figure cane, a blast from your past will. So, Piper, I hope you're ready. And I hope what you think you did around here made a lasting impression on some of the boys that have your back. But I think after the night, you're on your own as we fade to black. Dylan, your time is up. Yeah, I was about to say, did, Dave, did you realize this wasn't figurecade, man? We still got like, you know. You know what? It It's because I did it all on the fly. So I put more details in it, calling it on the fly, than if I would have wrote down like bulletin points and wrote them out. So. But what are you going to do? Hey, it works. It made Alrighty. for some compelling thing. It did. I'm not complaining. Lots of good storylines going on. You got a new champ. You got a new GM. Again? I mean, well, not really a new GM. Well, I mean, it's, you know, power it's has, uh, the new old GM. has changed. All our titles change hands besides the tag. Yeah, so. Brody made There's his... a lot, a lot getting ready to happen here at Figurecade. Brody really didn't do this much this month, but he comes in and he wins uh, the X Division title by using uh, his opponents as a stepping stool. <laughs> That's not a dominant statement. It is. Dylan, sir? Yes, you sir. Five ready? minutes to get your whole pay-per-view done. <laughs> Dave, you've talked enough. Please just mute your mic and, and take take a break for the sake of your vocal cords. I know that was rough. We're at an hour. Calm down. <laughs> hey, it was a good pay-per-view. Dillenhausen, if you Thanks are ready, the, the floor is yours. I'm, uh, yeah, let me, let me wake up. It's, uh, it's been a little bit. All right. Let's do this thing. All right. We've got Dylan coming up here with his pay-per-view. And then as soon as that is finished, we, of course, have the final draft before figure cage. So. Oh, God, we still have to draft. Still have to draft. That's right. <laughs> So we're coming up on the end of it, but all right, floor is yours, sir. That's right. Pay-per-view time. Carnage is bringing you misery business. Major shout-out to Machine Gun Kelly and Travis Barker for their cover of Paramore, a classic in my eyes. Paramore, not the cover covers all right. Paramore's the tops. We have got not one, not two, but seven matches, not 15 like Breakdown. We're going to get short, sweet, and to the point. Let's kick this thing off right, shall we? Ryan Myers walks out, holds that Intercontinental title that he has 
fought for night in and night out. He holds that above his head as he makes his way down to the ring. He looks down at that championship. He hands it over to the ref, and he kind of runs the ropes. He's, he's getting fired up. He knows he is in for a fight. Kevin Owens makes his way down the ramp. He's got that title over his shoulder, that hardcore championship that he fought hard for it over the top. But his focus is not on his championship. His focus is locked on Brian Myers. Kevin Owens rolls into the ring, tosses his title to the ref, and just goes right after Brian Myers. KO is is just, he's raining in punches. He is throwing Myers around in a way that we have not seen in Myers' time here at Carnage. KO, he's throwing Myers into the corner, runs into the corner. He is blasting Myers with rights. KO is fired up tonight. He picks up Myers. He suplexes him over the top, just slams Myers to the mat. Owens finally, almost mercifully, grabs Myers, tosses him up for the pop-up power bomb. But Myers hops clean over the top of KO, bounces off, hits KO with the spear. Myers goes for the pin, but before he can even hook the leg, KO's already got the arm up. He's up and he's angry. KO goes right back. He starts trading punches with Myers. Their their strikes, they're landing solid. These guys are throwing punch after punch. These two men are just going to war, gradually wearing each other down. These strikes are taking their toll on each man, but they're going back and forth, just beating the hell out of each other. Finally, Owens grabs Myers, whips him into the corner, he jumps up. He jumps up on Myers, starts blasting him with rights to the face. Myers kind of drops down to a seated position. Owens runs, slams back against the opposite corner, flies in for the cannonball, and the he hits Myers so hard the ring shifts a few inches. He just drags Myers into the center of the ring. One, two, kick out by Brian Myers. Owens. Just getting more and more angry every time Myers kicks out of reverses. He picks Myers up for a power bomb. Myers reverses. Hurricane Rana. Owens is down. Myers runs over to the corner, jumps up to the top rope, and he hits a devastating heat-seeking elbow. One, two, Owens kicks out. Owens staggers up to his feet. Myers is calling for him to get up. Myers runs in at Owens for the roster cut, but he eats a super kick from KO. KO tosses Myers out of the ring and rolls out after him. He tries to whip Myers into the barricade. Myers stops short. He stops. He kind of turns around just in time. Owens runs in for the cannonball. Myers steps aside. KO crashes into the barricade. Myers rolls into the ring. He steps up on the ropes. He's playing to the crowd. He knows he has a few minutes to kind of catch his breath. He's got, he's got KO right where he wants him. He props up, and he just puts his arms out. He's taking the moment in. All of a sudden, a man in a hood jumps over the barricade, blasts Myers, who just eats it, rolls down. Myers is down. 
The hooded man disappears into the crowd. KO drags himself back up. He rolls into the ring. He picks up a lifeless Myers. He hits a stunner. One, two, three. Your winner and new Intercontinental Champion, Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens grabs both titles. He looks looks at both the titles. He keeps looking back at his hardcore championship. He drops it to the mat. Lifts that Intercontinental Championship high. And then he stomps on the hardcore title and walks out of the ring as we cut to the back. We're now in the parking lot. Alistair Black is making his way towards the building, getting ready for his big main event match. When all of a sudden, he's jumped from behind. Macho Man, Sting, the Ultimate Warrior, they are beating Alistair Black down viciously. They're slamming him into the hood of his car. He's being stomped out. He's just They're just stomping Alistair Black out. Finally, Macho Man picks Alistair up, locks his arms back. And Sting and Ultimate Warrior just take turns railing body shots in on Black, who at this point just, he looks like he's half conscious. Finally, Macho Man picks Aleister Black up and he drives him head first into the arena doors. Black just falls lifelessly. MWO, they look left, look right, realize no one's around and they take off. And Black is just out. We cut back to the ring. The following contest is scheduled for one fall. Making his carnage debut, the aerial assassin, Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay comes down to the ring. He's got that. He's just got that laser focus. The aerial assassin is here, and he is ready to make his name on the Carnage brand. Osprey gets into the ring. He stares up the ramp. He doesn't know who's coming, but he knows whoever it is. He's ready for a fight. That can only mean one thing. Pete Dunn. Also making his Carnage debut, Pete Dunn and Will Ospreay. These men have history together coming up in progress. Pete Dunn makes his way down to the ring. These two have had history. They've crossed paths, but they have not ended up in the same ring until now. Unless you count that one TNT show. I barely count that one. It was a great match, though. This is the one that matters. Dunn and Osprey stare each other down. They reach out and they shake hands as the match starts. Two go back and forth. This is just a classic British strong style match. There's hard strikes. There's technical grappling spots. This is just everything great about the UK scene. Dunn cinches in a wrist lock. Twists Osprey's arm back behind him. 
and then he starts to do the joint manipulation he's known for. He's twisting Osprey's fingers in ways the human hand is not supposed to bend. Osprey just yells out. Osprey finally has had enough. He extends his leg out and he touches that bottom rope with the tip of his boot. Dunn lets go of the hold. Osprey kips up. He blasts Dunn with a forearm. Dunn kind of staggers backwards. Osprey comes off the ropes. Os cutter. Osprey goes for the pin. Dunn kicks out at one. They go right back to trading holds. Osprey locks in that Fujiwara armbar that he's known for. Dunn slips out, locks in another one of his patented joint manipulation holds. He's bending Osprey's hands backwards. Osprey slips out of this somehow, but Dunn catches quickly, stands up, locks in a headlock on Osprey. Lifts him up for an overhead suplex. Osprey reverses into a stunner from the suplex position. Dunn falls to the mat. Osprey climbs up to the top rope and he points out to the crowd. They start chanting, Jump, tuck, pray. Jump, tuck, pray. Osprey, feeling like this is progress in its heyday, jumps up 630 Centon, but Dunn has rolled out of the way. Dunn. Picks up Osprey. Bitter end. One, two. Osprey kicks out. Dunn drags Osprey up to his feet by one arm and just clubs Osprey with an elbow smash. Osprey kind of staggers back. He kicks Dunn square in the gut, bounces off the ropes. Essex Destroyer, a front flip DDT, a devastating move. Dunn is dazed, but he's still not going down. He staggers back up to his to one knee. He gets on his knee. Osprey slides up behind him with the hidden blade. Point of the elbow to the back of Pete Dunn's skull. Dunn goes down like a ton of bricks. One, two, three. Your winner, Will. Osprey. Osprey doesn't take much time to celebrate. First thing he does, he walks right over to Pete Dunn. Dunn having earned his respect in that absolute war these two men just drug each other through. He grabs Dunn, he helps him to his feet, and he kind of holds him up. Reaches out. Dunn shakes his hand, and the two men walk up the ramp. What a British strong style classic from Osprey and Pete Dunn. As we cut to the back, Ric Flair, he's standing there. He's talking to an EMT. So uh, there's there's no chance he's wrestling tonight. Mr. Flair, I, I'd say he's, he's probably going to be out for a while. He's beaten pretty badly. He's got some pretty serious injuries right now. Uh, there's no way he's wrestling tonight. Flair kind of sighs, and he puts his head into his hands. He says, oh, my God, there goes my main event. MJF walks up. He's a little disheveled. He, he looks like he's he's definitely been through something. Uh, I, think I, I, I think I may have someone for Hogan. Flair 
kind of shrugs his shoulders and him and MJF walk into Flair's office. The door shuts as we fade to the ring. The Undertaker, fresh off of having disappeared to wherever the Fiend took him over the top. He's here, and he's angry. Taker makes his way down to the ring. The camera focuses in on a casket set between the ramp and the ring, and the lid is open. Taker takes a step into the ring and he grabs a microphone. Bray Wyatt, I don't know where you've taken me when we've crossed paths, but I can tell you this. I am not scared of the darkness. Tonight, I'm going to show you just how dark I can get. I want you in a casket match now get your ass down here so you can rest in peace the undertaker fire in his eyes as he stares up the ramp come on phone come on phone how could you word from our sponsors probably of course, is a word from our sponsors. This is brought to you by Nerf, by the way. If you're feeling lonely today, come along and throw your cares away. We're really glad that you're our friend. And this is a friendship that'll never, ever end. Bray Wyatt walks out. And this is, this is definitely Firefly Funhouse Bray. This is not the fiend. This is not the demon that has been going toe-to-toe with the Undertaker. Bray Wyatt walks out. Well, hey there, new friend. Look, I, 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 I have to break some sad news to you. He didn't show up tonight. He just, he just doesn't want to play tonight. And if I'm being honest, I'm not really much of a fighter. Especially not with my friends. The Undertaker, his eyes are turning red with anger. I don't care which one of you it is. Get down here and fight me like a man. Bray kind of reluctantly makes his way to the ring. He's, he kind of looks looks scared. And he, he rolls into the ring. And as the bell rings, Bray's kind of got his hands up like, please, please, like, we don't have to do this. We can be friends. We're friends. Why do you want to fight me? Taker just stiff shot, punches Bray Wyatt smooth in the face, goozles him, big choke slam. Wyatt bounces off the mat, and he's already got his hands up. Please, please, we don't have to do things this way. Please. Undertaker grabs him off the ground. One hand picks him up, slams him a second time. Bray, with whatever energy he has left, he kind of starts crawling backwards and he's keeping his hands up. Please, please stop, stop. He backs up to the ropes and he looks and the casket's right behind him and he jumps up and he, he's, he's terrified. Undertaker, one, one more time, 
reaches up, grabs the throat of Bray Wyatt, picks him up, choke slams him over the ropes into the casket, and the lid slams shut. As the Undertaker stares down at the casket, his eyes go white. He does that signature throat slash gesture. When all of a sudden the lights turn red. And a laugh fills the arena. (laughs) The lights go back to normal and the Undertaker kind of raises an eyebrow. He lifts the casket lid and the casket is empty. The Undertaker is, is not quite sure what he's just seen. The Undertaker has been in some wild matches in his day. He's never seen someone disappear quite like that. Undertaker, kind of confused, he backs up the ramp and his eyes are locked on the casket. So we cut to the back. MWO are in their locker room. Good job taking care of Aleister Black. Nobody messes with MWO, dude. Sting Warrior. You guys knock off the shield like you have so many times before. We're one step closer to holding all the gold, brother. Sting a warrior walk out. They're hyped up for their match. Macho Man starts to follow behind, but Hogan puts his hand on Macho Man's shoulder. Hold on, brother. Hold on, brother. I need you to stay with me. With Black gone, I'm sure we're fine, but I don't know what. Flair has got up his sleeve, and I need my insurance policy. What's good for me is what's good for us, brother. Macho Man kind of reluctantly puts a hand out for the handshake, and he follows Hogan back into the locker room as we cut to the ring. The following announcement has been made for by the Major World Order. Sting and Warrior make their way down to the ring. This is the first time we have seen MWO show up for a match without their full team. But Sting and Warrior, they look unfazed by this. They they come down to the ring and they start facing up the ramp. They are waiting anxiously for Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns. Music keeps playing. They're both Sting and Warrior looking up that ramp intently. But nobody's coming out. All of a sudden, from behind, Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns blast Sting and Warrior, and they start beating down MWO. Seth and Roman, they're stomping Warrior and Sting. The ref finally separates them long enough for the teams to hit their respective corners. The bell rings. Seth Rollins just goes right after the Ultimate Warrior. He's taking advantage of his quickness. He's wearing the Warrior down. Every time the Warrior goes for a strike, Seth's ducking. He's reversing. Seth's locking up holds. He's just using his speed to his advantage over the much bigger but less flexible and less cardio-heavy Warrior. Seth whips Warrior into the corner, charges at the Warrior. Sting makes a blind tag unbeknownst to Seth. Seth spears Warrior in that corner. 
tosses him back into the middle of the ring for a pin, but he immediately eats a boot from Sting. Sting begins beating down Seth as Roman is on the outside, calling for Seth to make the tag. Sting cuts the ring in half. He's keeping Seth near that MWO corner. Sting finally latches in that Scorpion Deathlock on Rollins in an attempt to put this match away. Rollins is scratching and clawing, trying to get any sort of traction he can on the canvas. He makes his way to the rope. He grabs the rope for the rope break. Sting breaks the hold. And as Sting turns around, Rollins rolls Sting up. Schoolboy roll up. Super kick from Rollins. Seth, with that last ounce of energy, dives for Roman. He makes the hot tag. As soon as Roman enters the ring, Sting realizes he's not ready for Roman. He dives for Warrior, who's ready on the outside. Roman and Warrior just trading big shots. These are two big, strong individuals. They're going back and forth, trading shots, punches, kicks, shots to the midsection. Warrior lands a hard right on Roman Reigns. Bounces off the ropes, hits Warrior with a Superman punch. Warrior drops down to a knee, and he quickly gets back up to his feet. Roman hits a second Superman punch, and this one finally drops the Warrior. Roman goes into the corner, charges up for that spear, crowds behind him. Ooh, ah! And before he can move forward, blast in the back of the head by Sting and Roman goes down. Seth dies to Warrior, hits a running splash on a downed Roman. He goes for the pin. Seth dives in to break up the pin and is quickly tossed out of the ring by Sting. Sting rolls out and starts going after Rollins. Referee is distracted by Sting and Rollins. Warriors charging up for another running splash on the still down Roman Reigns. And as he charges up, he is blasted from behind by John Moxley. The Shield has used the numbers game against MWO. Moxley cracks the Warrior. The Warrior goes down like a ton of bricks. Moxley rolls out of the ring and hops back across the barricade and just lays down so as not to be seen by the ref. Warrior slowly staggers to his feet. Roman hits Warrior with the spear. One, two, three. The shield has taken a page out of MWO's book. The numbers game has finally caught up to the major world order. Seth and Roman celebrate the win, backing up the ramp. They look back down, Sting and Warrior. They're, they're, they're angry, but they also just look, they look defeated. Seth and Roman back up the ramp and Moxley has disappeared from the situation. We cut to a brief ad for the Carnage brand. If you're ready for a new era of wrestling, Carnage is the brand for you. We cut back. We're staring up the ramp. MJF makes his way out. His suit is still a little disheveled. MJF is still looking a little, still looking a little frayed after this last episode of Carnage. 
Okay, okay, okay. I promised a surprise stipulation for the Hardcore Championship number one contenders match, and I think I've delivered. This match is no longer a number one contenders match, but instead is a Hardcore Championship match, thanks to Kevin Owens apparently dropping the belt earlier tonight. So uh, why don't we watch these two beat each other half to death for your amusement, shall we? MJF walks to the back. Matt Cardona comes out. He's got a steel chair in hand. He is ready for this fight. Him and Moxley... They don't have any love lost. These two men hate each other. Cardona, he's making his way down the ramp, and he is halfway down the ramp when over the barricade hops Moxley with a barbed wire bat. He cracks Cardona from behind, and Cardona goes down. Moxley takes another couple whacks across the vested back of Matt Cardona and then realizes not doing as much damage as he could so he grabs the back of that vest he pulls cardona up to his knees and takes the barbed wire bat and he's dragging it across the forehead of matt cardona he's just carving up the forehead of one of the prettiest men in wrestling matt's bleeding this is not something we thought we would see outside of that gauge match but here we are deathmatch king is he's earning that title now Moxley drops Cardona to the ground, walks around the ring to try to find his next instrument of torture. Cardona reaches under the ring, and he pulls out a strand of barbed wire, and he wraps it all the way around his forearm. Mox comes back with a light tube, but Cardona catches him. Bam! Forearm to the face, wrapped in barbed wire. He cinches in a headlock on Moxley, and he's just dragging that barbed wire across the face of John Moxley. Moxley's starting to bleed. Both of these men are ready to bleed buckets for this title. Matt grinds it, keeps grinding, turns to the crowd. He raises both hands, says, I am the Deathmatch King! Moxley pretty quickly pops up. He grabs that light tube and he cracks it over the back of Matt Cardona. Moxley takes this broken tube, rips the vest off of Matt Cardona, throws it into the crowd, and starts jabbing that broken light tube into the top of the shoulder of Cardona. Cardona's screaming out in pain. This is not the man that that we knew as Zack Ryder. This is a man who is ready to go through hell. Mox is jabbing and just carving the back of Matt Cardona. Moxley taking a page out of Schlack's book, takes a bite out of the light tube, spits the glass into the air, grabs Matt Cardona, throws him into the ring, and the crowd is on their feet. They are chanting for John Moxley. Moxley reaches under the ring. He grabs a barbed wire board. He props it up into the corner. As he's positioning it, Matt Cardona crawls up from behind. Low blow to John Moxley. John Moxley hits the ground. He's doubled over. He's grabbing it. He's he's just in so much pain. And the crowd just starts to boo Matt Cardona. 
Cardona reaches into his tights. He pulls out a bag of thumbtacks, spreads them across the ring. He starts calling for Moxley to get up. Moxley staggers up, and he's still kind of doubled over from that low blow. Cardona, radio silence, onto the tacks. One, two, three. That Cardona's music starts to play, but you can't hear it over the booze in the arena. People are throwing cups. They're throwing their full beers. Popcorn's flying. The people are pissed at Cardona. He grabs the hardcore championship. He raises it up with one hand and with the other hand, he's just raising a middle finger to this crowd. The Deathmatch King is in full effect, and he does not give a fuck what these fans think. He backs up the ramp as we cut to a video ad. Next week on Carnage. John Cena makes his triumphant return fresh off the release of his hit show, Peacemaker. Commissioner Ric Flair is giving John Cena a special congratulations ceremony on the success of his show. Tune in next week to Carnage. We cut back to the ring. Sami Zayn makes his way out. Let's go. Sami Zayn dances his way down. He's doing that two-step down to the ring. He's hyping the crowd, doing the, you know, the shoulder thing that got him injured. He's hyped up. Sami Zayn doesn't know why he's in this fight with Chris Jericho, but he just knows he's ready for it. Zayn makes his way to the ring and he's, he's kind of bouncing. He's ready to go. Chris Jericho makes his way out. Normally, he's going to milk that entrance. He wants the crowd to sing, but now Jericho is angry because Sami Zayn has slighted him. (laughs) Comparing him to Goldberg, a man that Jericho despises. Jericho runs down to the ring. He's taking his jacket off. Sami Zayn runs up. Haluva kicked Jericho's head smooth into the third row. Sami Zayn, he picks up Jericho. Blue Thunder Bomb. Sami goes for the pin. One, two. Jericho kicks out. Jericho pops up quickly. Sami's trying to maintain his momentum. He whips Jericho into the corner. He bounces up. He's ready for another Huluva kick. He goes flying at Jericho. Judas Effect. One, two, three. The winner of this match. Chris Jericho. Jericho puts his jacket back on, casually walks right back up the ramp. Sami Zayn is, is he's he's kind of crawling around the ring. He's he's stunned from that Judas effect to the head. He doesn't quite know what's happened to him. He rolls out of the ring. The referees help him to the back. Soon as Sami Zayn makes his way all the way to the back. The following announcement has been paid for by the Major World Order. Hulk Hogan walks out. He's got that Carnage heavyweight title. 
Macho Man is behind him. They're strolling down to the ring like Hogan has already won this thing. They're smiling. They're cocky. Hogan feels like he is invincible at this point because he knows Aleister Black is not coming out for this match. Hogan gets into the ring and he kind of drapes his arm over the ropes. He props it to the corner. He just he looks up the ramp and he just waits. The crowd is shocked. Brutushausen makes his way out, finally getting the match that he has been begging for, the match he's ruined MJF's week for. Brutushausen makes his way out. The shark is in tow. Brutushausen rolls into the ring, and Hogan looks at him, and he's he's just confused. Brutus, brothers, is that you? Ah, yes, yes, I am Brutushausen. Very nice to meet you, and up yours. Right before the bell rings, Brutushausen punches Hogan in the groin. Hogan drops down to a knee. The bell rings. Brutushausen runs to the runs to the shark, grabs his patented jar of teeth, dumps them into the mouth of Hogan. It's not a weapon. You've already got teeth in your mouth. Not a disqualification. Pours the teeth into Hogan's mouth. Kicks Hogan in the face. Teeth go flying. Hogan goes down. Brutushausen goes for the pin. One, two. Brutushausen is yanked out of the ring by Macho Man. Macho Man rears back to punch Brutushausen, and the shark grabs his arm. He picks Macho Man up over his shoulders, and he carries Macho Man to the back. The crowd is on their feet. They are chanting for Brutushausen, the most unlikely thing to happen tonight. Brutushausen rolls back into the ring, and he is fired up. He moves towards Hogan. Big boot from Hogan. Brutushausen goes down. Hogan rolls in for the pin. One, two, the last possible second Brutushausen kicks out. Hogan picks Brutushausen up. He whips him into the ropes. Brutushausen rebounds. Hogan goes for a second big boot, but Brutushausen ducks it. He rolls up Hogan. One, two, Hogan kicks out. Hogan is getting angry. Finally, he just picks up Brutushausen, slams him to the mat. He bounces off the ropes. Leg drop. Hogan jumps up again. He hits a second leg drop. One, two, three. Hogan doesn't wait for the music to hit. Hogan rips the title out of the ref's hands, and he storms up the ramp, angry and embarrassed at how close Brutushausen came to winning this title tonight. Brutushausen kind of staggers back up to his feet. The crowd is chanting his name. Brutushausen extends his hands and yells out, Who do you love? Brutushausen! Brutushausen takes a bow as we fade to black. So there you go. <clears throat> wow. What a main event. I mean, that is just, wow. What else can you say about it, really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's about all you can say, really. Um, 
I'm actually impressed. I take that as a high compliment. We so we went about the same amount of time. Yeah, well, you I both kind of did go pretty. I, I kind of figured once you uh, once you started rolling along, I was like, okay, I I, I bullet pointed and I just kind of like expanded. I, I couldn't be outdone. You were anyway, so it doesn't matter. Uh, Always and forever. Well, now it's draft time. Now it is draft time. I've spent so much time working on this episode. I don't know who I'm drafting. <laughs> <laughs> you have I switched no time to figure it out. In the middle of, like, at the very end of me. I, I mean, I have, mine. I have some idea. I, you know, I say I have no idea. I have some idea. But, you know. So first is any drops, trades. So, full disclosure, we do have one secret trade that has been made behind closed doors. Who that is, we will not disclose. How many people, whatever. There has been a trade made. That's already happened. Uh, but I have no drops. I have one. One drop. Uh-oh. Breakdown has come to the terms of the man who got put through a table tonight. Diamond Dallas Page has been released. And kicked out of the wolf pack. Interesting. So, yes. So I get one public pick after our secret picks. That is right. So DDP is gone. Let me mark him from your roster, sir. Bye, DDP. Bye, DDP. You're off the thing. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> I hope you find your Kimberly. I mean. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. I hope you find your yoga. Alright, so for my first draft pick. Send it to me, baby. That pick is yours, sir. Alright, I will send mine off. My first that pick one is good to go as well. All right, all right, all right. Actually, kind of surprised that it took him this long to get. I I, I know you and me both. So okay, actually, both of those picks. I'll say it took him surprised that they both have taken this long. Really? I can't find where my roster is now. So I rewrote it. Anywho, I'll find it later. Uh, my next draft pick. I see bubbles popping up. Uh, that is yours. Dylan, sir, it is your turn. There's chat bubbles popping up. All right, here we go. That is yours as well. All right, all right. Ready? Yes. Dave, I'm sorry. That one has been denied. Ah. Hmm. That one has been denied, hmm. sir. Hmm. 
Okay. Now I'm curious which one you tried to take. And I'm curious, <laughs> while you're playing for this guy, would a man had you drafting him, so. Who, me? Yes. I kind of hinted to it, so now I'm kind of subject to <laughs> um, <laughs> taking someone else <clears throat> that I have to think of. Fuck. No cursing. No we'll swear. Say. We'll be taken off the air. <laughs> okay, I can do this. Is it, is no, he's not really in his path. It's funny, I just said that that guy had, um, you know, surprised that he had taken that long to get drafted, and everybody wanted him tonight, so. Yeah. He must have just got released from whatever contract he was under, and everybody's like, oh, oh, come here, come here, come here. <laughs> yeah, everybody. So that's what happened. No, I just had a brilliant idea for because that's one. the way it works, right? Like nobody gives a shit until <laughs> until you get released, and then they're like, "Ooh, <laughs> it's like, well, really? Like yesterday, you guys didn't give a shit about me in the day. Two weeks ago, you guys wouldn't give me a cheese sandwich to show up, oh, okay. and all of a sudden, yeah, like... I could change my. Okay, never mind. I can pick anybody I want now. Now that I'm thinking about it, I mean, realistically. Kind of. No, oh, well, I, 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 I realized something other that I could do other than what I was originally thinking. Um, crapola, crap, crap, crapola, crap, crap, crapola. Davis throwing. I'm gonna put you on a clock. Yeah, this is like the NFL draft, man. You're about yeah. to just like default to a kicker. Um, Breakdown select Sebastian Janikowski, first round. What the hell? I see chat levels popping up. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh, please tell me it's denied. No, that one is. <laughs> oh, that, that would have been is... so funny. If it would have been is... denied, that would have been great. Did you debut oh. all five of your picks from the last draft? I've still got one waiting in the wings. And where the hell was the rock this pay per view? Oh, don't worry. Anyway, I still got one more stuff. pick. All right. All right. So my third pick. Hmm. After we get done with this, I want to like send the rosters that I have for both of you just to make sure I'm not missing anything. Because there's been right, some let's... trades that have went back and forth, so I could have missed something. All right. I.e. forgotten. Chat bubbles. Go. That is yours, sir. All right, All that's right. another one that I could see you guys fighting over. So yeah, I, I you know I I sent it already having a backup in mind. Like so I I'm started sending... to type the backup, like waiting. Okay, I'm so this is your public. last. Uh, yes, yes, this is your public pick, and then this is the final one. Final pick. He is yours. And I have to reveal who he is. Yes, you do. Beard. Making his way to the breakdown brand. Kazuka Okada. The Rainmaker. All right. Rainmaker. I mean, he fits in pretty well with your roster, so I'm 
Look, if no you if you can't have John Cena, you have New Japan's equivalent to John Cena. It makes sense. I mean, I've had John Cena. LOL twice. Okada wins. I will say that pretty much. That's um, a solid pick. <clears throat> I'm kind of jealous. I want that Okada figure. Outside of Dave's first pick, I pretty much kind of, you guys could have drafted each other's picks like E. Well, we did. The second pick. Right, that pick. I mean, went you both. Yeah, off, off mic. I want to know which one. You, or the third. Pick. All, all you got. I mean, all these picks could have went to either brand and made sense. So I have a feeling we're going to trade for the one pick. Ooh, Dave, Dave's got big pop. plans that he doesn't want to. Talk there's to a me trade pop. that's been. There's some trades that are going to go down. I think so. But Asla Vista seconds. This show is over. Yes, this we it's have went long tonight. Not the two-hour mark, not yet, but we went long tonight, so two big shows, lots of stuff happened. The go-home shows are coming up next. What's going to happen at Figurecade? Because Figurecade is the granddaddy of them all, the big show, the go-home show. So let's set it up. Let's call it a night for the night, though, gentlemen. Those rosters have got to be tired after taking the beatings that they did. Oh, 100%. So, for Dave Dahl and Dylan Housen, I am Jerry Cook signing off saying thank you again. See you next time.